Hey guys, yeah, it's about 11.26, 11.25. I've got about an hour and 35 minutes before, hour 34 minutes before I go um, to work. The reason I'm here early, just to make this really quick, is, you know, normally I would have taken the 11 o'clock Newman to Patterson bus, which would transfer me over to the Patterson to Turlock bus. But the Patterson to Turlock bus, which is like around, all supposed to be around 11.30, 11.35, you know, something like that. You know, it comes from Modesto, it's the 40 and it becomes the 45 E's, we call it. But it doesn't stay, it doesn't stay what's supposed to and wait for the other buses to show up. It doesn't wait for the E that becomes the West, or it doesn't become, doesn't wait for the West that becomes the 40. You know, it doesn't wait for those people. It just decides to, to leave. So, so yeah, instead of waiting for the, you know, people to, you know, take the bus and everything, it just leaves is what it does it just goes just leaves without people and you know that's not a good thing so that's why i'm here early because i'd rather not take chances being late or having to call in saying i'm going to be late uh and get in trouble so i'd rather just be here early right now but that's not what i'm here to talk about on this video even though i've talked about it for an, a minute and 25 seconds but let's get to what i was really talking about or what i really want to talk about so Earlier this morning, I did a video talking about the overall negative reaction, you know, from countless YouTubers, wrestling YouTubers and podcasters like JD and Solomonster and, you know, Andrew Zarian and so on, about WBD, Warner Brothers Discovery, not, you know, allowing Tony Khan to put on a tribute show, basically use Dynamite, you know, as a tribute show like he did for John Huber. Um, aka Brody Lee, aka Luke Harper, uh, you know, a couple years ago, you know, basically they've been getting negative backlash from everybody, you know, because of that, including, like I said, the, the YouTubers and the podcasters that I've just listed off and I list off in that video. But it did bring up a question, and I did kind of post this question a couple of videos ago when I talked about it too, when I said that they took a massive L. You know, by not allowing, you know, Tony Khan to, to do this. Now, I listened to what both JD and Solomonster and even Andrew Zarian had to say about it. And they all basically said the same thing. Tony Khan's hands are basically tied. You know, it's like, you know, TBS, Warner Brothers, you know, they'll, they'll let him get away with certain things. Like, okay, you can have your lights out matches between the ladies, you can have your street fight matches, you know, between the ladies, you could have your blood and guts war game matches between the men and maybe this year the ladies and all that, you know, it's like they're all cool with those things, they're even cool apparently with letting uh, the king of the death matches, you know, the current king of the death matches if you will, uh, Nick Cage, or Nick Gage I should say, Nick Gage, uh, perform on Dynamite in a death match against Chris Jericho despite himself touting or despite the fact that he touted himself for what he had done outside of the ring and in the ring like stabbing David Arquette's jugular uh, in a death match robbing a bank and stuff like that you know so so it's like you know they're okay with all that but you know everybody was pretty much you know PO'd ticked off with them like I said, pretty much they were, you know, pissed off, you know, ticked off at them for not 
allowing this celebration of life tribute uh, to happen for Jay Briscoe, just like they had done for John Huber. And all because it was based, all because it was based basically on, you know, some homophobic slurs and threats that um, Jay Briscoe said over a decade ago. And Jay Briscoe, as I've mentioned in the recent video and previously, and others have mentioned, has since then made a tone for. He's basically made up for. He's apologized for on numerous occasions, you know, and has went to bat to and went to bat for himself to to learn more about the LGBTQ situation, the community, so he could better, you know, not only understand it but accept it for what it is and all that. So. Because he made those, you know, slurs and threats and all that, you know, apparently that's still, you know, enough fire, if you will, to have Warner Brothers tell Tony Khan, no, no, you are not going to put this guy, you know, on your, on Dynamite and Rampage, which is, you know, part of our primetime programming Wednesdays and Friday nights. You're not going to do that. And one thing that a lot of, you know, a lot of the people I've mentioned, like JD and Solomon and all of them said, you know, in their own way, and I think even Zarian said this, is, you know, as we approach the TV media rights deals uh, negotiations later this year for AEW uh, and Warner Brothers, the question obviously is, you know, how awkward is it going to be? You know, because like, I, like they've mentioned and I just mentioned, Tony's hands were tied. There was nothing he could really do. So he doesn't... So basically, if you want to blame somebody, you blame the execs over at Warner Brothers. Now, now again, they basically pointed out that, you know, the negotiations might seem a little awkward for Tony because, you know, Tony's a fan. At, at the end of the day, Tony is a wrestling fan. You know, like, you know, like the rest of us. He's a wrestling fan. And he wants to treat wrestling and the wrestlers with all the respect they deserve, even those that have passed on. And, you know, for him not to be able to, you know, put a tribute on for one of the, one, for basically one of the greatest, you know, tag team wrestlers in the business that has not competed, you know, within the ranks of WWE or AEW and so on, for, you know, for him not to be allowed to do that, you know, in front of the world, you know, it, it really makes you wonder, it really makes you, you know, curious as to what exactly, you know, what exactly else will they not allow him to to do? Even if, even if it's not the Briscoes, what else will they try to hand-tie him from doing? Because, let's be honest... Let's be honest, it feels like, in a way, it feels like, in a way, and I mentioned this before, that, you know, AEW, oh, not AEW, but Warner Brothers Discovery owns AEW, and not Tony Khan. You know, th that's what it feels like to a lot of people when this kind of stuff happens. When Tony Khan has to basically say, yeah, you know, or not really legitimately say, but basically has to put it out there in his own way of, yeah, I couldn't do it, you know, the way I wanted, but here, here's a alternative, you know, it, it feels basically like, in the eyes of a lot of folks, Warner Brothers 
You know, Warner Brothers Discovery owns and runs AEW, and Tony Khan's just allowed to run Ring of Honor. That's what it feels like. And you might say, well, of course it feels like that, because they're letting him put his product on their show, on their networks. And I agree with that. But, you know, it should be an equal 50-50 partnership. And part of that 50-50 partnership is to allow, uh, basically... You know, is to allow basically, you know, some leeway, some, you know, some, you know, you know, basically free opportunity to show why wrestling is so beloved by the fans and even the wrestlers themselves. To show how important it is and to do a tribute show for someone that, as everybody pointed, you know, lost his life, which was out of his hands, hands, unfortunately. And nearly lost his daughters. Thank God that didn't happen in the same accident. You know, that shouldn't be, you know, a real issue, but apparently it is. Apparently it is. It's more about image for Warner Brothers Discovery than anything else. And it really makes you wonder, and I know I'm, you know, about 10 minutes in when I get to this point, but it really makes you wonder if whether or not, and I mentioned this in previously in some videos, whether or not. Warner Brothers Discovery really does, you know, like AEW. They really enjoy having AEW, you know, on the programming. You know, you know, it makes you wonder that. It makes you curious as whether or not if they truly do like having all elite wrestling broadcast on Wednesdays and Friday nights, as well as every quarter with Battle of the Belts. You know, it makes you wonder because. You know, if there's anything we've learned, if there's anything we've learned about, you know, corporate conglomerates, especially cable corporate network conglomerates like Warner Brothers Discovery and the Turner Networks, is the fact that they will say, you know, they will say what you, what, you know, the, um, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They will say what you and basically... The TV media people, you know, especially when it comes up to these this time of year, you know, if you will, this, you know, time and, you know, the partnership, they will say what you and all the other, you know, outlets, all the other TV networks and cable channels, you know, basically out there want to hear. They will kiss up to you. They will say, oh, we love having this, you know, show on our network. It's a great show and da, da, da. They will basically say what they want to say to make themselves look good. Make themselves look more attractive, you know, to other potential suitors. So that way, if they make it sound like, oh, we enjoy having all the wrestling, you know, on our networks. We want to do more with them. When in fact, that may not be true. You know, just saying that, oh, we love this, you know, because it gives us the highest ratings and all that. That's basically enough you know enough of an attraction enough of a I guess you can say enough bait if you want to put it that way to lure in any potential um, you know suitors for shows or shows or series for shows uh, of any kind sports sports leagues of any kind to want to probably give them a shot and you know it, it seems that when you look at the fact that they now have the NHL right they got the NHL on their network, right? And basically, they took part of it away from ESPN. They took part of it away from ESPN. 
Because I think it still is on ESPN. I'm not really sure. But they took part of it away. A major part. And it seems a lot of people would say that when you look at how they treat the NHL, you see how they treat the NBA, and even to an extent MLB, Major League Baseball, and even the NCAA tournament, which will be coming up in March and within a few months, you know, a lot of them will point out that they treat them more respectful than they do all elite wrestling. That they let them, you know, say and maybe get away with a few things that they won't let AEW get away with. And if, if, and if that is indeed the case, then there obviously is an issue that needs to be addressed, a major issue. I mean, they bring up the fact that even though it was delayed by a week because of what he did in Vegas, he was caught on film and you know, caught on camera doing, Dana White's Power Slap show, which is more of a show that basically could cause the participants to get injuries and concussions, was allowed to air after Dynamite. Dynamite is used as a lead-in to it. And it was still given the green light to go. You know, they bring up, as we've all brought up, the Ezra Miller situation. And they basically say that, you know, Ezra Miller, you know, after all he's done, you know, has even pleaded to recently and probably will have to plead to um, even more so, you know, down the line, you know, Ezra Miller, you know, is still allowed, is still being allowed to, you know, do the Flash movie, still being allowed to do that. And that feels very hypocritical in the eyes of a lot of folks. That feels very, very hypocritical. And again, there's just something to me that feels off. It feels very off about the entire situation. I mean, we talk about how, you know, Vince McMahon coming back into power the way he did and everybody, you know, suddenly just leaving and, you know, moving on, resigning and all that from the company as being off a little bit, like something just doesn't smell right. The situation with AEW and one of us Discovery, that's something too that feels a little off, like something doesn't seem right. And even though, like I said, AEW is being praised by Warner Bros. Discovery, for all we know, that could just be a cover-up. For all we know, that's just a way to, like, as I mentioned, to make themselves look good in front of other potential suitors who want to probably try out their networks, you know, for the programming or the sports leagues. I mean, you can't tell me that, you know, Warner Brothers wouldn't like to get their hands on some of the college football rights. Like, oh, you know, it's like you have all these other conferences in college football. You can't tell me they wouldn't like to get their hands on maybe a share of the SEC. You know, you know, broadcast their stuff. You can't tell me they wouldn't like to get a share of, let's say, the ACC. Or even the Big 12 or the Big 10. You can't tell me they wouldn't be, you know, wanting to get a piece of that. And the best way to get a piece of that is to make themselves look good in the eyes of potential suitors. Suitors for potential negotiations. You know, you can't tell me they wouldn't like to do that. Hold on for a second. Like I said, you can't tell me that they wouldn't want to do that because they would. And it's not just maybe college sports or pro sports. It could be other stuff. It could be like some series that are on Fox right now, on the, like, like let's say Simpsons and, and Bob's Burgers, which they already have and everything, but you get the idea. Like, some of the other shows that's on Fox, 
that they'd love to bring over to their networks and stuff. You know, you can't tell me they don't want to entice maybe, you know, Major League Baseball to give them more opportunities to show uh, the, the to show certain teams during the regular season, certain games. You know, they're doing, they will do whatever it takes to make themselves look good. And if saying, hey, the second biggest wrestling company that we have on our networks is great and we love being with them and we want to do more with them, you know, if praising them to make, if praising them just to make themselves look good is a way of doing it, they will. Because essentially what they're doing by praising AEW and saying all these great things about them, but then not allowing them to do, you know, what is right, you know, what is justified, what should, shouldn't be a no-brainer. You know, it feels like in reality they're throwing AEW under the bus. You know, that's what it feels like. It feels like they are throwing all elite wrestling under the bus for their own game. That's what it feels like. You know, that's what it feels like. You know, that they're doing. Hold on. But like I said, that's what it feels like they're doing. It feels like they are throwing AEW under the bus, but they're doing it in a very polite, you know, very respectful way. If you know what I mean. They're doing it in a very respectful, polite way. In, in a way that even, I'm not sure whether or not Tony Khan is even realizing, probably is false praise. It's probably just a, you know, WBD's way of throwing them under the bus. And here's the thing. Even if he knows it, he also realizes this is probably the only second, this is the, probably the only best outlet they have to showcase their programming. And because of that, he has no other choice but to work with them. But... You know, here's the thing. He has other options out there. Paramount Plus, or Paramount Network, which houses Paramount Plus, I, I guarantee, you know, they used to be Spike, right? They used to be the Spike Network and everything, right? I guarantee, I guarantee, they would love to have wrestling back on their network. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. But yet, but yet, that's not happening. That is not happening. I mean, it could if this kind of crap keeps up, but right now it's not happening. But it would be, to me, it would be a major boost when you think about it because Paramount, owned by Viacom, they could put AEW Dynamite on network television and put Rampage on Paramount. You know, they have... They would have the ability to do that. They would have the ability to do that. But because of the fact that... I guess Tony Khan doesn't see it as being... You know, a good option for them in the future. You know... I guess there's no way he's even going to attempt to make a negotiation. But we don't know. Maybe it might change. Maybe it would be wrong. But again, it's just... One of those situations when people... Look at what they've done. When they look at what WB has done here, it really just, it really makes you take a lot of things into perspective. You know, it really makes you take a lot of things into perspective as to what the true end goal is with programs and shows like All Elite Wrestling. You know, what is the true end goal? You know, at the end of the day. 
And to me, I think it's just about, you know, making themselves look good. Like, you know, they think maybe, oh, if we forgive Ezra, if we say, oh, Ezra Miller's, you know, apologizing and all that and, and everything. And maybe, you know, yeah, he is apologizing, but maybe they're saying, here, Ezra, Ezra, here, here's a million dollars more. Go and apologize for your actions. Or, here, Ezra, here's, here's a million dollars more. Uh, plead guilty and all that. You know, people could look at it like they're paying off Ezra, Ezra Miller to make these kind of, you know, to go out and say these things, make these statements. And it, it basically, you know, out, you know, outside of the, view, of the public's eyes may make them look good, but within, you know, it's just another way of avoiding situations that they're in. Uh, situations that make them look hypocritical. It does. It does. Or at least that's what they believe. But other people see otherwise. Other people can see through them. They can't. So, when when I look at this situation here, you know, and, and the fact that they're allowing certain things, like Velma's being allowed on HBO Max, despite people giving it a negative reaction, negative scores and all that, you know, the fact that they're letting the Flash movie go forward, the Power Slap show go forward, but the... It, it, and those things are a lot worse than homophobic slurs that, you know, was said and tweeted over a decade ago that the person that's no longer with us, you know, made up for and has made a tone for in the past decade. You know? Th- those, those things are a lot worse and a lot more controversial than that. And yet somebody over there at WBD doesn't want it on, doesn't want to have the Briscoes on AEW, didn't want you know, didn't want to have a tribute to one to one half of them that passed away tragically and all because of what? Because of something they said? You know, because of something they said over a decade ago they made, like I said, they made a tone for? You know it really, it really makes you put things into perspective and makes you wonder when it puts things in perspective, it makes you wonder whether or not they truly, truly care about having AEW there, or if it's going to be just like deja vu all over again. And what I mean by deja vu all over again, I mean tw- over 20 years ago. Over 20 years ago, 21 years ago, going to be 22 this March. You know, it makes you wonder if it's going to be deja vu all over again, and eventually they're just going to toss AEW to the side. Like right now, they're making it sound all good and glad that you know they have AEW as part of the primetime programming on Wednesdays and Fridays nights, but in reality, they don't really care. Because you know, again, it feels very—it sounds very, very familiar, very similar to Time Warner AOL after that situation. Because at first, you would think Time Warner AOL was cool with having WCW, and I think they even—maybe correct me if I'm wrong—they even praised it. You know, for being part of the programming, or being part of the networks, and then what happened at the end of the day? They got rid of it because the truth came out that oh, it didn't really suit our standards, or it's beneath us. We don't want it, and and now it makes you wonder if you know what people were fearing in the first place with this Warner Brothers Discovery merger, and people like Kathleen French being put in charge of. The networks and the streaming services. If it, it makes you wonder, if maybe history is going to repeat itself, because you know if they're not allowing AEW to do any of this, 
any of what is right, if you will, and what's best for business, especially AW business, and maybe even business for them. With the brisk when it came to the Briscoes or the tribute to Jay Briscoe, it really makes you wonder. Makes you really think and put things into perspective. You know, whether or not, you know, they truly like AEW or they're just saying they do for show. So that way they make themselves look good in front of potential other suitors. Because if that's the case, if I'm Tony Khan, if I'm Tony Khan, I start looking and negotiating with other networks right now. I start looking into Paramount and Viacom. I start working with them. I start trying to work something out with them so that way I have a place to land next year and I can get out of this toxic relationship, un, you know, unbalanced you know, uh, relationship with Warner Brothers and be allowed to finally be able to have a little bit more leeway. You know, that's what I would do. Because again, if I'm him, Paramount to me is the next best thing. It is. Outside of Fox, outside of, Univ- outside of you know, NBC, Comcast, Universal, it is the next best thing. You know, even outside of Warner Brothers, the next best thing. And if I'm him, and knowing it has a streaming service, I negotiate with them, move AEW, Dynamite, Rampage, and the quarterly specials, Battle of the Belts over there. So that way, I have a home, you know, by next year. And like I said, I can get out of this toxic relationship that I'm in, you know, unfair toxic relationship that I'm in with Warner Brothers Discovery. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, like I said, the opportunity is there for him to take because they have CBS, Paramount, and MTV. You cannot tell me that to compete with WWE, if, you know, let's say NBC buys them, let's see, NBC Universal, Comcast buys them, and they say, okay, we're going to take SmackDown from Fox over to NBC. You cannot tell me Tony Khan's not going to be like, Ooh, you know what, I'm going to put Dynamite on CBS. You can't tell me that wouldn't be appealing to him. It would. It would be to me. It would be to me. But, again, that's up to him to do. Right now, he has his hands tied because he's currently in a partnership that is not a very positive partnership, you know, with Warner Brothers. And that's a fact. That is an absolute fact. And he knows it. And he knows it. So, so the thing I have to say at the end is, you know, so the thing I have to ask once again is, does Warner Brothers Discovery really care about AEW, or are they just saying that to make themselves look good? That's the question I pose to each and every one of you. Because I know, I know for a matter of fact, some of you definitely feel and believe the same thing I do. That this whole, oh, we love AEW, we want AEW to be part of us, you know, for, for many years to come. I know a lot of you agree, you know, with what I said. That there's something up here. There's something fishy. Something doesn't feel right when it comes to this. And this and this right here, not allowing them to do a tribute show for someone that made a tone for what he said over you know over the past decade, made amends for it. You know, to not allow, like I said, to not allow, you know, you know, a tribute show for him to be done, especially with the fact that his daughters almost couldn't have lost their lives. 
you know, is a really pathetic move on AEW's part. You know, AEW, but WB's part, WBD's part. It's really a pathetic move. I mean, with everything else that they got themselves tied into controversially, you know, that they're allowing to be seen on their networks and on their streaming service, it really feels like, it really feels like something is just not, it, it feels like something is just really not right. It's like, it's like this square peg that you fit it into the circle is now starting to come loose. Or the, the round peg that you put in this circle is starting to come loose because now you're starting to notice, wait a minute, this wasn't originally a square peg. This doesn't fit. Or this doesn't actually fit. It's like somebody pushed it in there. You know, it makes you wonder. But again, I'm sure a lot of you do agree with me. I'm sure a lot of you do agree with me that something feels a little off. And that this whole partnership, the reality of it is starting to make itself known. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. Comment below, live chat during the premiere. What do you think? Do you think there is something going on that we're not aware of? That you think maybe Tony Khan is aware of? But he can't do anything about it until the time is right? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this? Because again, something feels a little off in my opinion. But give me your thoughts down below in the comment section. Love to hear from each and every one of you as well as in the live chat. Let me know what your thoughts are. Also, do you think if he want, if he, and do you think and believe he should negotiate with another so another network, another company, like let's say Paramount, and looking and by doing so, look at the possibilities that could really help AEW from making that deal happen. What are your thoughts? Again, let me know down below in the comment section, guys. Live chat, don't forget like, like the video. You will get an audio podcast version of this later. But again, give me your thoughts. And until next time, guys, I am...